Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. Welcome to Yale University Healthcasts, brought to you by Yale Health. The future of care is here. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Yale Healthcasts. My name is Dr. Adam Smith, and I'll be your host today. Joining me in the studio is Dr. Michael Rigsby, Medical Director at Yale Health. Welcome, Michael. Hi, Adam. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about the institution of Yale Health, and I'm sure that our listeners would be interested in hearing about a brief history, how long we've been um, around the Yale campus, if you could speak to that. Yeah, our organization began actually almost, well, a little over 40 years ago now, uh, really as a unique model of healthcare in uh, higher education. The, the idea was to create a model in which students, faculty, and staff, the employees of the university, would all receive their care within the same healthcare environment, and in fact, within one building. I think other organizations have attempted to replicate some of this success, but probably nobody on quite as large a scale as Yale has, or as successfully. And we've just celebrated our 40th birthday with a, a new building, a new home, and we're looking forward to the future. Terrific. Thank you. Um, being a, an internist primarily based at the hospital, I know that the perception there is that we take care of mostly students. Mm -hmm. But obviously, from uh, my personal experience, I know that's not the case. Can you explain a little bit about the breadth of coverage that Yale Health offers the community? Sure. Our membership includes faculty, staff, students, and their dependents as well. So we have everything from newborns. Uh, and I, I, I left out, actually, retirees. We also care for uh, retirees of the university who were receiving care at Yale Health at the point that they retired. So we have people literally from newborns uh, into the ninth decade or, or older of life. Uh, we have about 36,000 members altogether. Uh, students are enrolled automatically for basic healthcare services and they can opt uh, for more extensive coverage for hospitalization and specialty care. And about 70 to 75% of the eligible employees of the university, university choose Yale Health as their health insurance option. The term staff model HMO is always used in the context of Yale Health. I've never been completely clear on what exactly that entails. Can you, uh, can you explain that for us? Well, it's, it's a model of care that was certainly more prevalent and more popular in some ways 40 years ago when we were created than it is today, but it's one that I think is attracting some renewed interest now in the um, healthcare reform debate. By staff model, we really mean that the majority of people providing care to our members are employees of Yale Health. They are our staff. They work permanently for us, and their exclusive work is with the members of our organization. Um, and HMO, a health maintenance organization, is a term that's not used maybe so frequently these days, but it really means that we are fully prepaid. That is, our income comes exclusively from the premiums that the university and members pay for their health care. We, in turn, provide comprehensive health care services uh, to members. And one of the reasons that the name originated as health maintenance organization is that Contrary to many other types of insurance, this is one that encourages preventive services uh, rather than simply episodic care when people are sick. Terrific. Um, so building on that explanation of the HMO, I think people think of managed care as a somewhat uh, negative entity, at least in the press. We know here at Yale Health that it's not only a cost-effective 
means of delivering care and preventive services, but it's also cost-effective for our members. Um, I'm sure that our listeners would like to hear a little bit about that, how that um, benefits them as well. I think the system of care has many uh, benefits, both for the members and, and for the university. It certainly works, works well for our members because they have access to a very wide array of uh, services and care with essentially no copays and deductibles. Um, we have, as I said, complete sort of financial risk uh, for the health care of our members. So that provides a powerful incentive for us to invest in preventive services, in long-range care planning, uh, because these are people that we expect to be taken care of for, for many years, and we are maximally invested in, in their health. I think for the university, as you mentioned, it has proven to be an extremely cost-effective way to provide a very rich health care benefit. Uh, compared to a commercial insurance model, we can provide a lot more health care for less money and in an environment, in a setting, that is extremely convenient for most of our members because we're located on campus and people can get most of their health care in one setting, one yeah. building, really. Yeah. <clears throat> so given that we are... Um, not exactly centrally located physically, but given that we service so many uh, different components of the uh, university population, privacy comes up as a popular issue whenever you're dealing with health care. Um, can you address some of the topics or I guess some of the, just that issue around uh, privacy for our members, given that we are really a one-stop shop for a lot of our, uh, a lot of our patient base? Yale Health is certainly part of the university, but we're entirely freestanding. We're not part of the medical school. We're not part of human resources. And both because of law, regulation, and our own policies, we share absolutely no health information with other components of the university. We also have a a fully implemented electronic health record, and I think sometimes people are a little bit wary of electronic uh, sources of information. But in fact, that allows us to protect private health information to a much higher degree than we could with paper records. Not only can you set up things like passwords uh, to prevent people from inadvertently accessing private information, but it gives us a way to actually monitor access. And we do that on a routine basis to make sure that everyone's privacy is strictly respected. Yeah, all, all very good to know. Speaking of privacy and the general process that we as patients um, experience when we visit Yale Health or any doctor's office for that matter, we come into contact with a lot of different people. A lot of us wonder why different stories or the same stories having to be told to so many different people. And I thought it might be helpful just to go through the list of people that a patient um, may encounter on a routine visit. If, and if you don't mind, we'll just take a minute to, uh, to run through that so that some of these players in the system can become more familiar for our, uh, for our membership. I'm glad you asked me about that because one of the things that's important about our model of care is the concept of team-based care. So certainly the relationship of an individual with his or her doctor or clinician is central and it's an important relationship and it's really primary uh, to the healthcare experience. But no one person can provide all of the care that anyone needs. So we rely on a team of professionals working together. If you think about what happens when you come in for a visit, the first person you're likely to encounter is probably the receptionist in in the waiting room. And an important part of his or her function is to greet you and make you feel comfortable and welcome. But they are actually beginning the process of care delivery by acknowledging in the electronic record that you've arrived, by verifying your information, and by starting the process of getting you from from the waiting room into the exam room where you'll see your clinician. The person who probably, 
helps you from the waiting room into the exam room is a medical assistant in most cases. Uh, this is a person who will find out why you're there and briefly ask a couple of questions about the nature of your visit. They will check your vital signs, that is your blood pressure, your heart rate, your oxygen concentration, and so forth. They may help you prepare for the visit by instructing you about removing certain articles of clothing, um, things that will help the visit proceed efficiently. In some cases, you may see a nurse uh, during a visit as well. Within all of our clinics, we have registered nurses, and in some cases, uh, practical nurses, uh, working to do patient education, uh, triage, which is the process of making sure that people are getting the right level of care at the right time. They conduct some independent visits for follow-up for problems like high blood pressure, diabetes, and so forth. But in some visits, you might not see a nurse. Uh, you might see a medical assistant and your own clinician. So our clinicians are made up of physicians, nurse practitioners, physician assistants, optometrists, psychologists. There's really quite a, a wide array of licensed professionals uh, providing one-on-one -on -one care. One of the most important parts of our model of care is that every member of Yale Health has a primary clinician. That is the person who is overall responsible for coordinating your care, the person that you should see most often for preventive health services, and in many cases for acute or unexpected illness as well. We also consider um, women's health needs as unique, and our women uh, members have a primary both in internal medicine and in OBGYN. And so the, the team concept sometimes extends beyond a single department and really encompasses the whole organization. Well, that's a great uh, segue into my last question. <clears throat> now that we've identified and broken down all of these players that we routinely interact with during a routine office visit, um, one, of the, one of the main complaints that I hear in the community between other outpatient uh, practices in the hospital is the communication that uh, occurs between healthcare providers and various subspecialties and the primary care clinician. And I thought maybe we could close with just a brief word about how we share information at Yale Health. Sure. And let me come back for a moment to something you asked earlier about uh, multiple people asking you the same questions. I know that sometimes seems like people aren't talking, talking to each other, but really it's something rather different from that. And that is that it's important in the medical setting for each person to hear a patient's complaints, concerns, needs, wishes individually because the process of listening is a very important part of the process of providing care. And so although it may seem like you're saying, saying the same things over and over again, each person may hear that a little bit differently and certainly your primary clinician needs to hear firsthand uh, what's on your mind. But we do communicate with each other very effectively as well. And I would say that the primary tool that we use now is the electronic health record. Everyone providing care within the Yale Health System is on the same electronic health record, can see the, the notes, the tests, the diagnostic procedures that you've had done, regardless of whether they were in the department where you're being seen or another department within Yale Health. We have embedded within that system an electronic tasking system where we can send messages to each other, uh, send requests for information to the other members of our team. And also within the electronic health record is an electronic portal for members to communicate with us. This is called Yale Health Online. It's a very secure email type uh, communication mm -hmm. system, 
but one that is both more secure than regular email, and because it's embedded within the electronic health record, the communications between you and your clinicians through Yale Health Online become part of your permanent health record. And that's an important piece of information, both for immediate needs and for looking back to see what happened in the past. Great. Well, we've covered a lot of information today. Hopefully this has been helpful for our listeners. I will uh, close by thanking you for joining us today, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing our listeners or hearing our listeners or having our listeners hear us on future HealthCasts. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a Yale University HealthCast, sponsored by Yale Health and the Office of Public Affairs. For more information on this and other health topics, visit our website, yalehealth.yale.edu.